Hey, what's good, y'all? Welcome back to Astral Sleep, the sleep podcast. I'm glad you guys could join me again for another episode. Um, I'm kind of excited um, because this one looks very different, uh, the story I have to read, um, because it's not something I can actually relate to whatsoever. It's something that I feel like those who have been in this position will understand, and then those who haven't will just be opened up to a new world, essentially. Now you guys know how I'm more focused on reading things that are much more positive, giving you good energy as you're drifting off to sleep, but I'm not against reading, you know, things that are much more on the horror side or creepypasta. Um, I'm not sure if this is going to be the audience for that, but I'm down for it, down to experiment a little bit, I'm open to new things. Alright, so with that being said, this story is by Tabitha. I guess her initial header for like stories similar to such because it's just like a, a quick monologue first person perspective um it has a title hospitals terrify me now i'm praying this is not just something that is uh, dreadful but just a nice little experience um you know have you kind of understand where this person is writing from but then she also has a title for the piece called checkup so we'll go ahead and see how this goes and how this turns out now before we begin let's go ahead and get relaxed all right so again if you're drifting off to sleep and you're laying in bed fantastic if you're not and you're just listening for the sake of it i welcome you to also engage in this as well okay we're just gonna go ahead close our eyes okay just cut off one of our senses be more focused on what's going on in our body more so than what's happening around us okay now i know some of y'all are probably maybe not as comfortable as you want to be so go ahead and just follow through okay again once again we're just going to focus on the toes all right don't be afraid of that tingling sensation just means that your mind is focused on them okay focus on the toes you can try your very best to focus on one toe at a time big toe the few three middle toes as well okay and if you can you can even focus on the pinky the pinky alone all right we're gonna focus onto the sole of your feet okay up to the ankle and take your time just take your time let that tingling sensation navigate its way to specifically where i say it should go like go back and forth just radiating between where we started all the way up to the calves again there we go all right to the knee the thighs all right and have that sensation just focus on the inner thigh one of the more sensitive areas it lets you know that you're you know relaxed you're not stressed I know a number of people have insomnia, have issues falling asleep, but we're going to try our best together, okay? And then now we're going to go ahead and drift upwards to our core, just below our core. Okay, just focus on that sensation over there. You might be wearing clothing, a top, some pajamas. You might just feel 
might just feel the fabric a little bit more than before. Alright, up our core to our chest, just how much you're breathing, deep breaths. Exactly, and not moving my head, staring at the bright torch she was waving around. It stung my eyes. The white light of the torch contrasted with the blackness of the room. I could see a faint outline of her hand and arm, her sleeve slightly illuminated by the light, as it was white too. I could see the outline of her peering at me, her pupils larger than mine, which must have looked like pinpricks in the glare of the light. Finally, she stopped moving the torch and put it dead in front of my two eyes, about 15 centimeters from my nose. I focused on the bright white light, ignoring the blackness that surrounded it, as though it were engulfing me. She clearly had seen all she needed to see from my eyes as she concentrated the beam's glare on the wall as she found the wall. She switched the light on and turned the torch-like object off. The intense light stung and my eyes almost wanted to go back in the warm darkness. Gingerly, I put my feet on the ground and slid off the paper-covered hospital bed. They were always just high enough that my feet couldn't touch the ground when I was sitting on them, making me feel like I was a small child again. I blinked a few times as my eyes slowly adjusted. The nurse dismissed me, explaining that I would need to have my test results processed. I thanked her, feeling awkward, I sat in a chair outside the room so it would be easy to find me. A team of medics went into the room as I left to discuss my progress, no doubt. I checked my phone. The teenager's syndrome was evident. I had three missed calls. One from my mother, one from my father, and one from my home phone. Good to know they were being thorough. I also had five new messages. Two of them were from my parents. The other three were from my friend Ramona was one of the main reasons I was sitting in an uncomfortable room outside a hospital examination room. They were all very apologetic and seemed to involve the tone of, I'm sorry, but it wasn't really my fault, so don't blame me. I didn't reply to any of the calls or texts, 
and decided to wait for my test results instead. The longer I sat in the chair, the more acutely aware I became of my surroundings. Hospitals always have a peculiar smell and an air of business. People tended to think that hospitals were a place of health where the sick were cured and everyone was treated. I, on the other hand, always felt that hospitals were a place of death where the dying prolonged their time and disease and ill fortune were ever present. I think this was brought about from a young age where the smell had put me off. The peculiar smell of too much bleach and anti-disinfectant making the whole place sterile. As I got older, I realized that there were older people in the hospital and terminal wards. Even television dramas and documentaries loved to go over the top. They always managed to put a positive spin on things though. That fitted in with the clean, shiny, polished walls. I'm more cynical than that though. Not everyone can be saved. I knew this, and the words echoed around my head. I wondered how many people were in the hospital right now. Patients, staff, and visitors. I wondered how many of them were going to die in a place like this. I tried to push those thoughts aside. Hospitals always manage to resurface my most morbid and private thoughts. I bitterly hated hospitals due to the faint memories of long, white corridors that seemed to go on forever. When I was younger, I remembered walking down them and feeling as though they would never end, that I would never reach my destination. I remember sitting outside rooms like the one I was sitting outside right now, the isolation and the loneliness present in my mind. I remember the cries of the sick and dying and feeling so very alone. These memories always managed to taint my recollections of hospitals, and it took a lot of self-control to prevent myself from bursting into tears. And that is Checkup by Tabitha. Honestly, I don't think I've had a bad experience in hospitals. For the most part, especially for where I live, um, it's been a fairly thorough experience. I've had fantastic doctors and everything, but I know that's not the case for many people. And I feel bad for a lot of people that have to go through, you know, the anxiety and the fear of going to a hospital and those who face a bad experience at the hospital. It does tend to have that feeling of dread, I can't lie. However, I guess I'm more of an optimistic person when it came to my personal health, where I knew I would just walk out better or along the lines of getting to better. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed that though. Um, It was a new read for sure, because I know it wasn't the most positive ending and the most uplifting energy. However, I do believe in partaking in other people's experiences just to better our own and be a lot more empathetic to those around us. Not everybody has, you know, great experiences out there, but if we're more aware of that, I think it allows us to treat people a lot more better overall. Once again, I appreciate you guys joining me again for another episode on the Astral Sleep Sleep Podcast and stay tuned for more um i do hope to create a large playlist for you guys and then in the future um hopefully even run this as a 24 7 kind of service on youtube it'll be cool to have people you know gather together listen and enjoy my readings in one space well all right i'll let you guys go have a wonderful night and sleep well sweet dreams